0: Investment advisory services provided by Drake & Associates, LLC. A state of Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through a separate company. Loft Financial Advisory Group, LLC. A Wisconsin insurance agency. Clients are under no obligation to purchase any recommended insurance products. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. While we believe the information in the show is reliable, we cannot guarantee its accuracy. Neither Drake & Associates or Loft Financial Advisory Group accepts any liability for the use of the information discussed. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Please consult your financial professional before making any investment decision before you start planning your retirement party make sure you've got your retirement plan you can never be too prepared for life after work and we're here to help this is retirement ready with tony drake on wtmj good afternoon and welcome to the
1: retirement ready show on wtmj i'm certified financial planner tony drake with wealthwisconsin.com Brad, how are you, buddy? Good, good, happy Saturday, yeah, it's great to be here, and I think uh, it's hard to imagine, but we're halfway through
2: the year already. It's can crazy. you imagine that halfway through summer too.
1: Are you actually getting any sleep at home with that new uh beautiful baby boy?
2: you know not not a whole heck of a lot, but uh we'll take it so okay.
1: hanging in there we uh we have an i v for those listening. We have an i v hooked up, so Brad, we can just pump the coffee directly right. into his veins and try to keep him awake here but uh great to be here buddy halfway through the year but you know i i think you know sometimes these milestones or, or kind of uh you know periods of time throughout the year can be a good time to you know kind of take a look at your financial goals and and you know let's talk about why
2: mid-year sometimes is a good time to take a look at your financial situation. Yeah, mid-year is the perfect time to revisit your financial goals because you can look at your, your spending, your saving, your debt from the last six months. Hopefully at the beginning of the year you set some financial goals for yourself. Uh, maybe you want to accomplish this or get rid of this debt or whatever that might be. And now you can take a look at how you've done up until this point. And if we need to make any changes, uh, how can we fix it going forward? So, um, while things are uh, a bit calmer in the summer months, it's a great time to identify areas that you may have overlooked up until this point. So, uh, good time to, to, to really check in.
1: Yeah, it is a good time. And I think it's just really about, you know, kind of finding, a starting point, you know, we all enter this topic of finances or financial education or, you know, retirement planning, income plan, a lot of different titles for it, right? But Mm -hmm. we all kind of enter this with different levels of experience and education. And sometimes just getting started can feel very overwhelming and people don't know where to start, you know, so sometimes, you know, it can be as simple as looking at, you know, periods in life where something changes, you know, maybe you retired this year, maybe you moved, maybe you had a new grandbaby or you had a big you know life change in the first first half of 2018 and and you need to revisit some of the financial goals you set at the beginning of the year Maybe your budget got adjusted to account for some of those changes. Maybe there's some type of change in your family situation, a marriage or, God forbid, a divorce or new family members. And, you know, make sure you're updating your beneficiaries to reflect some of these changes. And, you know, there's other important documents that may need to be looked at, like life insurance policies, maybe bank or brokerage accounts and retirement plans. These forms typically override your will. People don't realize that. Sometimes people think, well, boy, I have a will. But if you have an ex-spouse named on your retirement plan and you name the new spouse or the kids on a will, it's going to the ex-spouse whether mm-hmm. you intended for that or not because those typically will kind of supersede it, if you will. So sitting down with a financial professional, maybe your estate attorney, you know, making sure you and your family are covered becomes a really in, important part of the process. And I think a mid-year review can be a great time you know, to really take a look at that and answer some other questions like, is my income plan on track as well, right? I mean, sometimes we enter retirement and hopefully, I mean, I'm always shocked at how many people don't have any income plan whatsoever, but hopefully you've sat down with somebody and created an income plan. Yeah,
2: you know, and, and even things like a will or a trust, we mentioned the state planner, um, you know, updating the will and the trust on a regular basis. One thing I see a lot is a lot of people will start a trust, But they don't put anything in it. You know, they think just starting it uh, starts the five-year period. And it's not necessarily the case. You want to make sure that you're putting the things that you want in that trust in there uh, and then labeling and updating with changes in life, like a baby, like a grandchild, you know, stuff like that. Make sure that's updated at all times. Yeah, I
1: think those updates become really important. And, and, you know, it's just I think sometimes, too, Brad, it's like one of those topics. I mean, you and I are forced to bring up these really kind of Ugly topics, right? Right. Like you know, forcing people to think about what happens if I wind up in a nursing home. I mean, really, let's face it. Who, who among I think there's a reason why ninety-three percent of people over the age of sixty-five don't buy long-term care insurance. And I'm not suggesting that's the only solution, but. You know, nobody wants to think about that. Nobody wants to think about dying too soon and what effect financially, beyond the emotional aspect, but what effect financially that might have on your loved ones. Or nobody wants to think about what if I didn't save enough or inflation gets out of control and. What happens if I do run out of money? I mean, that's a horrible thing to think about. But, you know, a lot of these topics, as scary as they may sound, are pretty manageable if we deal with them ahead of time, if we have that plan. Mm-hmm. But having that plan means we have to sit down at different points, look at those financial goals and talk about some of those uncomfortable topics. So whether you're talking about if you're married amongst yourselves or or maybe you do have a financial advisor or fiduciary, certified financial planner, whoever you're working with, that's helping you with that, just start the conversations. I think once you get the conversation started, it's a lot easier than you think. It's easy in our minds to blow it up to be this big uncomfortable conversation, but it doesn't need to be. You're listening to
0: the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready to sail into the sunset. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show with WTMJ. I'm certified
1: financial planner Tony Drake. we got Brad Allen, sleep-deprived papa here <laughs> with us today. But I'm um, all kidding aside. We're talking about mid-year financial goals. Kind of overwhelming to think about the fact that the year is uh, halfway over already. but. Yep. You know, good time, I think, these different milestones throughout the year to take a look at your financial situation, take a look at your plan, make sure it's on track. But Brad, it's overwhelming. Where do I start? What do we do here?
2: Yeah, I think uh, the, the the second thing we want to look at is, is reviewing your retirement accounts. Um, Look at the two different ways that you can save for retirement. So you have the the working years, and that's how much are you contributing to your retirement accounts while you're working, like an employer-sponsored 401K or an IRA, something like that. A good rule of thumb is to be saving 10 to 15% of your income. If you're not there yet, can you bump up your savings by a percentage point or two, or can you set a goal for yourself, by the end of the year, I want to be saving this much? You know, at a minimum, be sure you're saving enough to to get that company match. That's free money from the company. You don't want to give that away. Uh, mid year is also a good time to look at the fees you're paying. We often talk about fees in the, the different classes that we teach. Re- retirement accounts are not free. Uh, a lot of people think they're not paying any fees in their 401Ks and they couldn't be further from the truth. So the the fees are a small percentage taken off the top of the account balance. You, you, balance each year, but the average fee is 1%. So it may sound uh, not like a, a whole heck of a lot, but if you keep putting money into a 401k for 40 years, you could spend a, about $590,000 in 401k Whoa. fees over that four, over that uh, period of time. Because you think about that account, it's compounding over the years. It just keeps going up and up and up, hopefully, if the market's going yeah, up. Right? Right, right. But you're also contributing to it, but they're just taking the fees off the top, and that number becomes bigger and bigger and bigger each year. It really does add up, and you need to know what that looks Looks like.
1: Yeah, I think these working years are what I call the accumulation years where we're really focused on accumulation and, and how to grow the assets. But I think you're right, fees are so important. And it's a topic we touch on a lot in all the classes that we teach is really educating yourselves. I, I think industry wide as a whole, the data shows most people have no clue, yeah. no clue what they're paying in their 401ks or IRAs or investments. So Educating yourself so you're more familiar with what you're paying can make a phenomenal difference. We have some data that shows it can really, even a a minimal reduction in fees over a lifetime of savings can double what you have in retirement. So, you know, why have so much going out the window? So, Brad, when you talk about, you know, we were talking about the working years, what I refer to as accumulation years and kind of reviewing your retirement accounts. Then we transition to what
2: I call the preservation years, and that's retirement. Yeah. Are you on track with your, your retirement planning? You know, maybe the income withdraws in retirement accounts. Tapping those accounts can be pretty complicated, pretty scary too. You know, you've been told to save these accounts, not touch them your whole life, and now you're starting to have to draw from them. So you want to follow the right steps or, uh, you may up, end up paying too much in taxes or get hit with penalties. So check to make sure your spending is on track and you're withdrawing from your accounts in the correct order. Also, if you're uh, already 70 and a half or maybe later this year you turn 70 and a half, make sure you have plans for those RMDs, those required minimum distributions. Based on the IRS's life expectancy tables, you can calculate how much you're going to need, but there's a steep penalty if you don't take it out. It's a 50% penalty Ooh. plus the amount that you're supposed to take out in the first place. So Jeez. you don't want to miss that. You want to make sure that if you have to take an RMD, that you you know how much that is. Have a financial professional help you out um, and and get that out of there before uh, uh, the end of the year. Yeah, and I think those, those RMDs it's it's an interesting segue to maybe talk
1: for a second here about tax strategies. Mm-hmm. Um, love to meet the evil genius who wrote the tax code originally, right? I mean some. Sometimes you delay your Social Security till 70 because you get that. Is it 8% growth, Brad, from your full retirement? Right, from 66 to 70, yeah. So that's a pretty phenomenal rate of growth. So you delay this till 70. And then 70 and a half, Uncle Sam comes knocking and says, hey, by the way, you've kept those other retirement accounts tax-deferred, so we're gonna force you to start taking money out, which means you're gonna have some taxable income in ordinary income brackets. So now you potentially have taxable Social Security and a new taxable income stream requirement of distributions in the same year. Mm-hmm. We have folks who meet at our classes, Brent, in their 70s that tell us they're in a higher tax bracket than when we were working. So there was yeah. this whole you know, kind of uh, storyline, if you will, that said, hey, tax defer your money during your working years because you're in a higher tax bracket you're barely going to pay any taxes in retirement so then you can start to take out this taxable income stream is no big deal well for a lot of our clients it is a big deal they are in a higher tax. they have pension social security requirement of just so how do we deal with that right so this can be a great time to really come up with a strong income plan to determine how am i going to deal with these distributions if you have sizable retirement accounts you could be talking about some pretty phenomenal income. There's some great strategies to help reduce that income and help deal with that. But again, it's one of those topics you have to talk about and plan ahead of time. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting
0: you ready for retirement the right way. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ.
1: Thanks for spending your Saturday with us. This is the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm certified financial planner Tony Drake and, of course, joined by Brad Allen and talking about kind of milestones halfway through the year, some of the important topics you might want to hit the pause button, make sure you're reviewing when it comes to your financial plan. And before the break, Brad, we were talking about required minimum distributions and tax strategies and, you know, why is it that that implementing some type, and I always talk about, Brad, I think this is probably one of the biggest missing parts. Of someone 's retirement plan, we meet a lot of great folks, and some folks come in frankly, and we look at their retirement plan and you know we have to shake hands and say hey you 're in a great great spot there 's nothing we can do to help you. Um, you know I think change for the sake of change never helps anybody, but probably one of the largest common denominators of things that need to be worked on in a plan is a lack of tax strategies or a lack of consideration of you know how can I send less to Uncle Sam so i don 't have to take as much out." But why, you know, why are those tax strategies so important or what are some of those strategies
2: that you're implementing or seeing? Yeah, you know, I think, uh, you and I talk about the why of what we do. And, and the why being, you know, why am I taking from the IRA before the non-qualified account? Why am I doing this? And we, when we put a retirement plan together, we try to figure out the whys of these situations. So for an example, uh, you know, early on in retirement, again, you're in a low tax bracket. So maybe you don't have social security starting right away. Maybe we want to let that grow. Uh, maybe there's no pension. Maybe there's no rental income. So you're in a very low tax bracket. That's a good time to maybe do some Roth conversions or maybe draw from a 401k to use as your income stream early on in retirement at that lower tax bracket knowing that we could or, or maybe be in a, a higher tax bracket in our 70s but that all comes with planning uh, and putting that plan together so we can see on paper in our 70s, we're in the 22% bracket, but right now we're in the 12% bracket, so let's take advantage of this. Let's do some some Roth conversions. Let's start taking money and getting it into a tax-free account little by little so that it has a big impact later on down the road. Yeah, and I think that
1: planning for the decades to come becomes really important, and You know, it's just a matter of sitting down and coming up with that right. there. there's qualified charitable distributions. Mm -hmm. There's some different things. Again, you know, it's going to be a different strategy. Similar to risk, it's going to be a little bit different, you know, for every person and every couple in every family, depending on what the goals are and, you know, particular challenges that that you might have in your family. But I think another topic when we talk about a mid-year review is checking your investments. You know, what is it that's in your portfolio and if you're not sure, you know, maybe it's a good time to check in, reacquaint yourself with what you've invested in.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's it's important to, to kind of be aware of, of what you're doing in there, not only from a, a fee standpoint like we talked about earlier, but also risk. You know how much risk are you taking earlier in life? you could take a lot more risk because you had time to make it back if the market went down. But when you get into retirement, we go into that preservation mode. We want to keep what we have where it is, obviously keep up with inflation and make money along the way, but not necessarily uh, go down with the market if it if it tumbles so something that you just, you just want to keep in mind is 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 what are the fees that i 'm paying, especially in retirement you know the the more fees you 're paying is money out of your pocket. Um, you know, how are you invested? You know the ups and the downs of the market. It, at at Drake and Associates, when we put a retirement plan together, we're putting a plan that shows not only what are the fees that you're currently paying in your investments, but also how much risk are you taking. So we can put you through a, a 2008 or a even a great year like 2013 and show you that through the ups and the downs of the market, this is how your actual portfolio performs. And the big thing with that is that if we do go through a 2008, you know that you're not going to take all your money out because you put yourself through this situation before, you know what's gonna happen next. So it's really important just to kind of take the steps to know what you're invested in and how much risk you're actually taking. Yeah, risk is one of those
1: important conversations and it's gonna be different for everybody. But I think interesting study I read a number of years ago that was talking about what retirees felt the most comfortable financially. And it was the ones, Brad, not with the most largest portfolios or the most money saved, but it was the ones with the most income. And it makes sense if you think about it because they're not as concerned about outliving their money because each month, right, new deposits come in. Right. And that's why it's one of the reasons why I think it's so important to maximize Social Security We've had a lot of requests this year. Apologize we didn't do one here until July, but we are finally doing a talk on Social Security. For those that want to join us, it's going to be quick, 45 minutes to an hour, in and out. We're going to start at 6. You'll be done by 7. That's going to be on Wednesday, July 11th, and Thursday, July 12th out at the Sussex Civic Center. And of the hundreds of strategies available, we're going to educate you on some of the most popular also invite you to come in. We'll give you a, a no-cost, no-obligation report that's customized to you and your family on which strategy might be the most effective. Again, that's on the 11th and 12th this month at the Sussex Civic Center. We do need, it's filling up pretty quick. We need people to register ahead of time. You can do that at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com. Or you can always call the office at 414-409-7226. That's 414 414- 4097226. You're listening to the Retirement Ready
0: Show on WTMJ. Preparing you for the ultimate vacation. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm
1: certified financial planner Tony Drake with Brad Allen this week talking about a mid-year check-in you know it's hard for some of us to believe we're halfway through the year already before you know it we'll be talking about christmas bread Have you got your shopping started no i'm or?
2: not thinking it. it's still warm outside so I mean, you're no. thinking about
1: sleep aren't you are you going to sneak an extra 5 <laughs> right. minutes of sleep somewhere that beautiful new baby of yours yeah. but um great time you know i i think we left off talking about risk a little bit why that's important it's an important topic to discuss in retirement because we all have different risk tolerances and the last thing we want to see somebody do you talked about those market corrections that can and will happen it's a matter of when right um and, and to what degree but the last thing we want to do somebody at some point in your life mom dad grandma grandpa somebody said buy low sell high right but statistically what we see from what we would call a retail investor that's somebody who's not in the profession for a living but doing it and not everybody i think there's probably many listeners today that have taken time and educated themselves and done a really phenomenal job investing themselves but there's a lot of folks that will get that 401k statement brad each quarter or each year and they'll look at it and say okay XYZ fund did good last year, so I'm going to switch to that one this year, right? And that's probably about the worst way you can pick your funds. Right. Um, you know, for folks doing it on your own, there's a lot of target date funds out there. You pick the year that's close to your retirement. You know, theoretically, it's going to get a little bit less risky as you get closer. If you just want to set it and forget it, that's probably your best option. Statistically, they don't perform quite as well over the years, but that could be one way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we don't want to do in retirement, when we switch, I talked earlier about that accumulation period versus the preservation period. Once we pu- switch the fl- the the flip the switch, excuse me, and we're in retirement, now most of my clients are telling me, Tony, I'm not as concerned about squeaking out those top returns. I'm more concerned about saving it, and risk becomes important because now, Brad, we're taking money out. We don't get the luxury to say.
2: I'm not going to pay the bills this month. Yeah. And you, the last thing you want to do is put everything into cash, you know, in, mm. in a stable value fund yeah. or something like that. But I do see that quite a bit, you know. And a lot of people don't know how to balance out a portfolio and, and, and have a place to draw from in the good, the bad, the ugly. It's not that you have to have everything as conservative as possible. It's just how can you strike that balance in your portfolio to get you to where you need to be? You have to look at what your goals are. You have to look at uh, maybe a goal is to travel. You want to put enough money aside and, and have that for travel or maybe your goal is to leave everything to the kids. Maybe your goal is to spend every dime that you have, you know. So all these goals uh come with a different plan and that's what's fun about our job is every person that walks through our door has a different plan that's put together for them. Different goals, different things that we can do and that's what I love about uh, about the the job that I do.
1: Yeah, I think we you know, I think you and I have that in common, you know, we meet a lot of retirees and you get to have these You know, I mean, let's face it, money's a fairly intimate topic, so you're talking about some fairly personal things. And I think a lot, you know, some of my clients have shared, hey, didn't love what I did, but I, you know, I did what I had to do for my family. And then there's that group, and, and you and I are fortunate enough to fall in that, that really do love what we do. And I think, uh, you know, to be in a position where we can get to know the families as intimately as we do. And and you and I, I love these experiences where you can sit down and either someone's not sure if they can retire, and you can walk them through the math and see that moment. Sometimes it's full of tears where... They realize now I'm working because I want to, and this is going to be okay.
2: Yeah, the tears of joy days are the yeah, most <laughs> yeah,
1: those are great. Or, or you know, when somebody comes in and, and maybe you're able to implement some tax strategies and, and and really help them maybe achieve some different goals. Maybe it's they weren't sure if they could travel or travel as much, or maybe they want to help the kids or grandkids. And because of some cost savings either from you know educating them on fees or tax strategies you're able to do that so i think that's a pretty phenomenal relationship and way to be and you know speaking of taxes i don't think it's too early to think about your tax bill this time of year Now's the time to put your be- yourself in the best position for the end of the year so if you're still working you can increase the amount of money you're putting into your tax deferred account like a 401k or traditional ira this will decrease the income you have to pay at tax time and another important step is to make sure you're withholding the right amount on your paycheck. Now, it's really important in light of the tax reform that we went through and got put into place in the beginning of the year. Many people are likely withholding too much, and they're going to be getting a big refund. Now, sometimes that refund can be exciting, but remember, the money your government is holding, you're not making any interest on it. You're essentially giving the government a tax uh, interest-free loan. I can't imagine they do that for us, Brad. So... Ideally, you want to have just enough to withheld that so, so the amount will come as close as possible to the actual bill. You can make changes anytime by filling out a new W-4 form with your employer, or you can sit down with your tax professional now to make sure you're being in a good position. Some great calculators at IRS.gov that'll help you estimate some of that. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on
0: WTMJ. Answering all of your retirement questions on Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ.
1: Good afternoon and welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Brad Allen. And we're talking about kind of halfway through the year. It's uh, amazing really to think that it's going this fast. But um, a lot of volatility this year, I think it caused a lot of fear for some folks, but Beyond the volatility, being a great time to check in, kind of mid year goals. Are we on track? Whether you're approaching retirement or in retirement, always a good time to sit down and and look at some of your goals. And, and Brad, we always encourage questions from folks. People can write in their questions at radio at wealthwisconsin.com. Radio at wealthwisconsin.com
2: and i believe did we get a question this week we do we have a question from sue and it kind of goes along with what we're talking about today uh her question is i'm taking more than four percent out per year in retirement so she's already retired she knows she's taking out a little bit more than the four percent rule i've I've read that you shouldn't be taking more than that am i going to be okay should i be more aggressive in in the market to make up that difference for what i'm taking out
1: yeah so Number of different ways, um, you know, and that 4% rule, I think, thank you for the question, by the way, that 4% rule, you know, it's interesting, there's some new data out that showed there's some decades where if you take 4% or less, you're just fine. And that was always kind of the golden rule. As long as you were taking 4% or less of your retirement accounts, you were fine. You know, and that was based on living, you know, 20, 25 years in retirement. You know, the problem is we've had some ugly decades in recent times and we're showing a fair amount of time that 4% of rural rule fails, that's too much to take out. So folks I think are, are, you know, looking at guaranteed income sources and how do I create income that's gonna last a lifetime and where I don't have to have this longevity risk. And there's a number of different ways to deal with that income question. You know, but the idea of increasing my risk just have to remember that's a two-headed monster right last year the market was about, up about 20 percent um our most aggressive portfolio made about 20 our most conservative was at about uh, i think it was about eight or nine mm-hmm. or so 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 yes in that good year you look like a genius if you jumped into that aggressive portfolio right and you made 20 and you think boy oh boy I, you know i knocked it out of the park here but on the flip side Remember, an aggressive portfolio in that 16-month period, 2008 to the beginning of nine, you know, the market lost 52%, you know, so you likely may have gone down 50% or more. And if you were smart enough to not take it out, and maybe smart is the wrong word, but if you were disciplined enough or in a position where you didn't have to take it out, Maybe you're in retirement and you still had to sell low because you had to supplement your income, which is about the worst recipe we can we can cook up, right? But if you didn't, the market took 37 months to break even. So you had to sit there and wait for three years just to get back to even. So I'm not suggesting that risk is wrong. What I'm suggesting to her, Brad, is that, Let's make sure it's aligned with your risk and it's part of a bigger plan. So there's probably a lot more questions we have to ask Mm -hmm. other than just that one. And one of the tools we use in our office is a great software tool, and it's just something I'm absolutely in love with. We've been using it, I don't know, it's got to be over five years now. And we go through a series of questions, and this tool will assign you with a risk score from 1 to 99. 99 being even more aggressive than the S&P 500, right? Very speculative, super high risk. Mm -hmm. Uh, high reward but high risk. One beam cash, something guaranteed can't lose money, right? Con- contractually, FDIC insured, whatever it may be. So, what's interesting is people will take this, Brad, and and maybe they come out at a risk of of thirty, right? But then we plug in your portfolio, and this is something that we'll do when you come take us up on that offer and come into the office. You know, we're happy to take a look at the this for you. There's no cost or obligation, but we'll build this as part of your income plan. And we'll plug in your current portfolio, and oftentimes people tell me they're thirty, but their portfolio is a seventy, right? Right. So that that leads me to the question, you know, what's the gap here? What, what you tell me you're a thirty, but what's making you comfortable
2: at more than double the risk? Yeah, and it also the the program also shows the internal fees. How much is that adding up for you? And, and if you're making, if the market goes up ten percent, but you only made four, well, what what's what what's behind that? You know, um, so going back to Sue's question too, I think a big thing to take a look at is is the budget. You know, how much is going out on a monthly basis, and of that budget, what's going to drop off down the road? Oftentimes, when I sit down and do a budget with some clients. Uh, maybe you're paying a mortgage right now, but there's only five years left on the mortgage But you're accounting for that number for the rest of your life when you're when you're saying I'm spending this amount per month You know, there's things that drop off that make a big huge difference down the road Um, So that might be something to take a look at for her as well. Yeah a couple different options But if you have some questions give us a shout radio
1: at wealthwisconsin.com. that's radio at wealthwisconsin.com. You can attend one of our learning sessions. You can see the upcoming schedule at wealthwisconsin.com or you can always call the office 414-409-7226 that's 414-409-7226 we're happy to sit down with you no cost or obligation and answer any questions that you may have
0: walking you through your retirement plan here's more of retirement ready with tony drake on wtmj
1: good afternoon everybody this is tony drake with the retirement ready show on wtmj just wanna take a quick second. I know we had you know, these summers feel like you're blinking they're over, Brad, but you know, I appreciate I know everybody's busy, you have a lot of options on who you tune in and listen to, and we really appreciate you taking some time to to spend with us on your Saturday. You know, and today we're talking about the year being halfway through and maybe some of the things that could present a good opportunity to address some of the issues in your retirement plan or maybe lack of a retirement plan for some folks and some things you want to take a look at and One of the topics, Brad, that I talk to my clients about is planning for the holidays. And I think it's an area that gets overlooked, but it can be a real big gouge to the budget if you haven't considered it or planned for it. Last year's holiday season, the the cost the average family spent was about $1,000, which could take weeks, months, or even years for some people to pay off if you're charging it on their credit card, and maybe it's money that you haven't planned for. Holiday debt is really adding to the problem of credit card debt, which is now over one trillion dollars. That's just a massive number in the US. And that's preventing people from achieving other important financial goals. You know, we talked about building an emergency fund, buying a home, saving for retirement. So I think it's a good time it seems like you know we're we're in July summer, and the summer. Why in the heck is Tony talking about the holidays here? But making a plan now for how you're going to pay for that makes it a lot easier because you can budget, really you want to stick to that budget, but maybe you could start just taking $20 out of each check and putting that aside so you don't have to put purchases on your credit card or when you do, you can pay those off right away. I recommend putting this into a separate account dedicated solely to holiday shopping budget so you're not tempted to spend it elsewhere. You know, Put it in there and forget about it until it's time to use it and don't forget you know, holiday budget includes gift, tra- travel, charitable giving. Maybe you're buying little knickknacks or d- decorations. Now, what, what do you guys put up at the house, Brad?
2: All sorts of stuff. It's got it to be childproof this year. Take it down. Yeah, I bet.
1: I bet Amanda does a great job there. But uh, um, so, so just uh, you know, it's a little part of the budget, but it can take a gouge in particular if you don't have that plan
2: for and you're throwing that on a credit card. I think it's another great time, Brad, to think about Social Security. Yeah, whether you're uh, getting ready to retire or years away from retirement age, it's important to learn about the social security program. So, uh, you can estimate your benefits and verify your annual earnings, uh, make sure they're accurate. So one of the things I see a lot is somebody will bring in their social security statement to the office and we'll look at the earnings record and there'll be some zeros on there and, and there wasn't supposed to be. They were working oh, for 35 wow, years, right, but, right. but for some reason, maybe the HR department at that, at that job didn't, uh, didn't give that information to social security. So there's a zero showing up and social security takes the highest 35 paid working years and averages it out. And that's how they get the number at your full retirement age of how much you're going to get per month. So if there's zeros on there, that could affect uh, the overall number that you're getting. So you want to make sure that Anytime I see that, we give the uh, the company that they work for a call and make sure that we get that information over to Social Security so that they can adjust those earnings. So when there's 500 different ways you can take something, there's a lot to it. Ooh, 500. Yeah. And, uh, social security goes up every year you don't take it. So from 62 to 66, it goes up 6% per year. 66 to 70, it starts going up 8%. And there's a lot of complex things involved with social securities. There's, there, there's spousal benefits. There's survivor benefits. There's all sorts of things that you can do. To maximize this thing, so you want to sit down with somebody, whether it 's us or somebody that can help you figure out the best way to take social security. Um, one of the big things I, I try to to get people to think about is is think of this social security as kind of this this retirement fund that you 've been putting money into your whole life. And now you have to figure out how you're going to draw from it. What's, what's, what makes the most sense? You know, Maybe letting it grow or how much do you want to get out of it? Maybe you're just thinking about your spouse. You want to let it grow as much as possible. So if anything happens to you, uh, the higher of the two social securities is the one that stays for your spouse. So there's so many things to think about. You want to sit down with a, a financial professional that can walk you through what's mathematically the most you can get versus if you take it right away.
1: And for those folks that are interested in learning more about Social Security, I apologize. I know a lot of people have been writing in, but um, we have not had a Social Security-specific education session this year. I apologize, but we are going to do those this month. They're filling up pretty quick. Uh, Again, I apologize. We were able to squeak in two sessions this month. It's going to be on Wednesday, July 11th, and Thursday, July 12th out at the Sussex Civic Center. We're gonna start at six, and I'll get you out of there by 6.45 or seven. It's gonna be quick and right on point when it comes to Social Security. We're gonna talk about these different strategies, how to figure out which one is gonna be best for you, and we're gonna invite you in after that to come in. You'll get a no-cost, no-obligation report where we'll plug in your numbers and really help you determine, of all these hundreds of strategies, which one's gonna be the best for me. You need to register ahead of time, though. You can do that at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com. Or you can call the office at 414-409-7226. That's 414-409-7226. Again, we'll be out at the Sussex Civic Center on July 11th and 12th at 6 o'clock at night. We appreciate you tuning in this week. You're with the
0: Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during retirement ready are solely that of the hosts or guests of Drake and Associates and not WTMJ Radio or Scripps Media Incorporated.